Hey everyone, in this week's episode, we examine some of the trademarked habits of our amazing parents. We are also joined by the most special of guests as we discuss some icebreakers that we find, simply put, intolerable. We just went through a wormhole. Smack yourself in the face if you need to. everybody welcome to aj volume three um episode threes are a little interesting because i feel like the first episode is obviously the first impression and the second one tries to pick up where episode one left off continue that momentum and episode three is kind of like you know the first episode in the main body of the season yeah no i feel like if you're listening to episode three you're pretty much a listener, and we appreciate that. Yeah, hopefully. And building off of our first two episodes, we realized one aspect of the podcast that was unanimously loved was actually the intro song. So the song you heard a couple moments ago was Soul Shaker, and we didn't anticipate how much people would actually notice it, but we've received a ton of positive feedback. Um, you know, you guys were saying stuff like, the song's my favorite part of the show. It's the most professional sounding part, the only bearable part. Make the whole show just the song. <laughs> That's my song. You stole it. You told me you wanted to hear a sample as an audition to be on a podcast about beat making. <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, so for episode three, we thought we'd try something new and incorporate little excer- excerpts from that song to insinuate a transition. You know, I'm sure most yeah. of you are are familiar with the classic like Seinfeld shot of the outside of the apartment and the like, bow, bow, bow. that was really good yeah have you have you been rehearsing yeah of course Um, vocal warm-ups but yeah we're just going to use little snippets of uh soul shaker just to smoothen things out yeah just maintain the mood a little um a little backstory about the song we probably spent a few days listening to over a thousand songs combined on this site that provides (laughs) royalty-free music and originally Shua wanted to use this song called Titan and it yep. was a hip hop beat Titan. and I didn't love the vibe that it was going for. And then we stumbled across soul shaker and we thought it was perfect. Yep. Hey, uh, I'm a pretty normal dude and I hate waking up to someone massaging salsa into the paneling of my house just as much as the next guy. I want you to look me dead in the eyes and tell me you don't have a distinguished patch of bird shit on the side of your house in an area that looks like someone tried to claw off the paint with their fingernails in the back. Hire the Thurm Brothers. Two bros, one hose. Seriously, guys, they're good friends of the show. They started this power washing business, and they're really doing a great job. Follow their Instagram. It's at the number two bros underscore and a hose one word. They post a bunch of these oddly satisfying videos, and they really do an awesome job removing everything beyond Midnight Sauce Bandits. I just saw them being interviewed in a local paper, and go ahead and contact them at the number two bros power washing at gmail.com, or DM them on Instagram if you're interested. Feel free to mention us by including the following code of your order, Spray Me Therm Brothers, Spray Me, I've Been Naughty, or you can use a shorter one, Artisanal Cleaning.
so the other day, um, me and Josh actually went out and played tennis together. And I got this really bad sunburn on my lips. And I sort of had this flashback to images of my mom um, putting sunscreen on her lips. My mom was very adamant about not getting a sunburn on her lips my whole childhood. And you know, sort of there's like that thing where people have like a white nose from the sunscreen. So my mom just every time we pulled up to the beach had these like bright white lips and it was just so embarrassing. And it just made me think about all the crazy or quirky things my mom or moms do in general. So I wanted to know if you had any similar thoughts about this, Josh. I think like just in general, like tendencies and qualities, like my mom, for example, Mm -hmm. I will go into a room, let's say three in the morning, I'll go to my parents' room and I'll be like, mom. And she'll be like, yeah, like she's always up. Yeah. I got all hours. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like once parents have children, they're just, they're never really fully asleep. Exactly. They're in that like weird, like state (laughs) of the slightest creak. Am I? Well, (laughs) um, I feel like there's a different, like moms turn, at least moms turn into like a different animal when it comes to like the DMV. Like my mom usually loves me, but when I, when we were at the counter of the DMV and the guy told us that I needed four pieces of identification and my, just my passport wouldn't suffice, my mom gave me this look of pure hatred. No, I think I've been to the, my, I, I, I'm the type that I know, like I'm, I'm so terrified of that feeling that mm. I'll make sure to do the research beforehand, know what I need. Wow. But I you're think, a good son. But um, I I don't know about you, but does your mom have horrible taste buds? No, I no. My mom's very into like fennel, black licorice, like weird, weird, weird <gasps> oh, ass yeah. things. Yeah, I don't like. She's the only one in my family who likes. She likes also her like whenever there's we're splitting something. Yeah, mom has one their piece distinct burnt, flavors. Yeah, rosemary. She, oh, I hate rosemary. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> what about your dad? My dad. Um, dads are nice. Dads are great. Um. I feel like a big trauma is like when your dad is like teaching you how to drive or parallel park and it just rehashes all that trauma from when he tried to teach you how to ride a bike. Like, how was that turned? And it was like, oh, sure. It was okay. I mean, on the road, we'd both be dead. But when I, when I drive with my dad now, he's already, he's gripping like the, the thing <laughs> yeah. on top. Yeah. But my father, when, especially now with like him working from home and like with all the mm-hmm. Corona stuff, I'll like he'll be on like a business call and then I'll like talk to him after. And then he'll end our conversation. Like he's on a call. Like he'll be like, all right. All right. Thanks. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Like in-person conversations. He'll do that. And um, sometimes he'll also try to like, not, I don't think manipulate mm-hmm. the right word because he's not like mm-hmm. manipulative at all, but he'll try to like, get me to like set up technology mm-hmm. for him by telling me oh, I'm so good no, at them. Like oh, right. you're so good at setting up. Yeah, my, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like dad, dads no, have that not. like certain, you could ask me like straight level up of like believability in you. And they're always just like trying to do the best. Like I remember my dad at parent teacher conference conferences, he took the, he was like on call. He took them so seriously with his yellow legal pad, took so many notes. And like, he c- came home with a plan. He's like, okay, Shua, I know your average is a 70, but if you complete the 16 missing homeworks and two essays, in addition to the extra credit quiz, you could get a b minus a b minus you know like so excited (laughs) exactly (laughs) i feel like the biggest like stress that 
comes or that I've experienced with like parents is when it comes to like standardized testing and like the college process. Like that's when you realize, okay, everything up till now was like a honeymoon phase. <laughs> you get your first practice test back and you're like, oh man, like you guys still love me, right? <laughs> and your mom's like, yes, of course, <laughs> honey. But I think it's best if you sleep outside from now on. No, I, uh, it's funny. Yeah. It's a funny call. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. But I think that like in general, like my, like, but I know, I know your parents, mm-hmm. you know, mine. And there's also like a sense of like, when I'm at your house, you're at my house, they use like the other friends to be like, why yeah, can't you oh be my more? God. Like, they use you as like, or the, whenever there's a guest, like, I think my parent, I think my mom loves you more than she loves me. <laughs> or when there's way. like a guest over this first second you walk into the room. Oh, did you say hi to Michelle? <laughs> it's also like the, they put on a, the, oh, the, performance the performance of like the guest, yeah, the guest my mom comes alive. There's like, my mom comes alive with, yeah, this with, is... with, when there's a crowd. <laughs> exactly the spread mm-hmm. is always different you never talk like this yeah 100 <laughs> percent. exactly okay so something a little peculiar happened the other day um my sister who just graduated right she's she was senior this year and she had a bunch of friends over and they were all outside in the pool and i walked outside to say hi and the senior boy kind of just barked at me and he just said like, who the fuck invited you? And I stopped for a second and I thought like, what am I doing here? Like who did invite me? Your house. Um, yeah. <laughs> but no, I tucked in my quivering bottom lip and I said to myself, sure, do not shit yourself in public again. You love these shorts. <laughs> um, no, for real. So I was walking back inside and I was thinking like unacceptable, like that's an unacceptable way to greet someone. So I was wondering if you guys had encountered any other unacceptable ways that, you know, someone else greeted you. And we're actually, I wanted to uh, inform everybody, we're joined here with our good friend, Max Berger. He's a lifelong friend of mine. He's a very down-to-earth, personable guy, and it's great to have him as our first guest on our seasonal joshing. What's up, guys? It's good to be here. Yeah. Yeah, so anyone want to start us off? Um, well, for me, it's not even like... I just think there's so much weird, like weird expressions and phrases. Like I went through a look what the cat dragged in phase. I'm sure we all did. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think it's, I think you just, ro- you roll with the punches on intro. That's kind of the way uh, I look mm-hmm. at it. Interesting. So I don't know. Let, let, let me ask you about this. This is something that happened to me. And so somebody walked in my backyard, like an old, uh, an older married couple. I'm assuming they're friends of my parents. And I've never seen them before. They've never seen me. So I just was trying to be friendly. So I was like, hey, how's it going? Trying to be cordial. And they were like, hey. And I was like, hey, oh my God, it's so nice to see you again from that thing. Like one of those like intro bits, just trying to break the ice. And you know, the the, the dad, <laughs> the guy was like kind of into it a little. He was playing along. He's like, hey, good to see you, little rascal. You know, like get over here. You <laughs> like me and Jeffrey have been together for three years now. <laughs> um, I call him dad. No, but seriously, um, he seemed, whatever, it started fine. And then his wife, like, gave him, like, a little elbow and was like, you know who that is. And basically, I didn't know this, but the backstory is my brother had a phone call with him. So he, the wife thought that he had just forgotten, you know, that phone call. And I was actually referencing something, but I was just doing a bit. And it turned into this whole awkward, like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. So do you think it's valid? Do you guys ever use that bit? I don't get the bit. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm following. Like when you're like, hey, what's up? I saw you from somewhere. When it's like the first time, like seeing someone like that. Oh, from high school. 
I guess, but like oftentimes it's a real life situation. Like, oh my god, but it's hard. I guess. I guess the wife was just throwing the whole situation off. Am I wrong? Right. No, I guess. I guess you're right. But I'm thinking like everyone. I was getting a lot of like taking a lot of heat from my family for that. They were like, "You never do that. You made you made him feel so alienated." I don't know. It seems <laughs> pretty reasonable to me. I think also just in regular conversation, there's so much that's so inappropriate that people do that just goes like, it's just so normalized. I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I think like another, like a thing I've always said is like, I'll be having a conversation with someone and they'll start answering a text and I'll be like, yo, what the hell? And they'll be like, no, I'm listening. I'm like, that's not the point. That's not the point. I, hate I want the, full focus. Right. I hate, I hate, I hate the low baller. Like when you're like, oh my God, you'll never believe this, dude. I got the craziest deal. Let me guess. Two bucks. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, shit. I get, I guess, but you know, like they take all your momentum. Oh my God. I, they, it, it works the other way too. Like you'll say like, you're not going to believe how like much this, they were charging for this. And then they'll over guess. And then when you say your actual number, like, well now compared to what you actually said, it sounds way less, but yeah. Um, also I've been in a conversation with a group of people and, one of them have answered the call, uh, a call, and th- they shushed everyone around them instead of like proceeding oh to leave God. the conversation. I can't like, sh- believe that. Yeah. I just think that's a uh, unacceptable ways to handle yourself. Yeah. What about you, Matt? Do you, you experience anything like that? Yeah, a very, uh, very interesting story comes to mind when we we talk about unacceptable ways to greet someone who's more of a first encounter than anything else, but. Last year, I was I was traveling between Israel and New York, and stopped in Moscow. I had a ten hour ten hour layover by myself, and traveling by yourself is interesting scenario. Anyway, day was winding down, and I was on the subway, and it was packed. And do they have like a metro card turnstile thing? I don't remember. Just some guy with his hand who just like holds it up when you're allowed to go. You feed him a cracker. Yeah, they have really long escalators. Yeah. And then beautiful mosaics at the bottom. Like actually, it's one of the it's one of the attractions there. Oh, cool. Anyway, so I'm I'm in the I'm in the midst of getting back to the, the airport mosaics. <laughs> the airport mosaic. No, it's like a lot of like a lot of Soviet. Communist Can we talk images. about airport art for a second? I feel like airport. <laughs> What's art the deal? Is such yeah. weird. It's so it, none of it matches, and it's just like trying to instill like feelings of like community. It's also like when you get to Newark Airport, and you they are trying to like show their off. They're trying to show off the swamps of <laughs> East Rutherford. <laughs> Like, it, there's really not much to <laughs> brag about. All right, Max, Max, sorry for interrupting you. Can you yeah, no, yeah, now we're on the topic of airport art. I'm going to chime in here. I was at a layover <laughs> in Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. So Max is a man of the world. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at least there's swamps in New Jersey. In Dayton, Ohio, I remember there was a massive advertisement of just a local lawyer who just had the most <laughs> awkward smile. And it was just like the whole airport. The whole, that lawyer. Just, this one man. <laughs> it's a motif. Yeah, that's Dayton, Ohio for you. That's really it's uh, what's, yeah, what's the thing in the Great Gatsby? The Great Gatsby, those glasses. It's like the symbolism of, you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah, like the gla- the ad for the glasses that it's always watching. Exactly. Like the, the, right. there's like apparently it's like theories of like it represents God also and like, like all these things and like that's what the lawyer in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. You know when you're like traveling in like maybe a third world country and you get to the airport and you're like, this cannot be it. This is like it's like a drive through. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're so spoiled in regards to like the traveling facilities that we use but i guess like they don't it's like we there's so many luxuries in our airports well at the end of the day all you need is a place to get on a plane and then hop on and like you know 
travel. Like there's, yeah. doesn't need to be so much it's a, it's beautiful little, sitting around. It's a little interesting that in order to like make things, I guess, I don't know, more complete or fancier, they added like tunnels. Like when you get off the plane, you know, that like thing that looks like an accordion, <laughs> but you, when you actually walk off of a plane onto like a, the tarmac, you feel like the fucking shit. I feel like I'm like a sports player about exactly. to walk into the it's stadium. The coolest feeling. I'm wearing my headphones, yeah. like my bag. Yes. Anyways, Max, back to your story. So I'm in Moscow. Unacceptable introduction. Unacceptable introduction. It was my only encounter with this man. But anyway, I'm I'm getting off the train. I was a little bit of a hurry to get back to the airport. And it's again, it's rush hour, so it's packed. And I'm about to get off the subway. Doors open, and some little old man, probably 80 years old, four foot ten, squeezes right in front of me. And again, there's a lot of traffic coming out of the doors, so I stop so I don't hit this man and kill him or something and because there's so much so many people behind me i get pushed from behind just from the crowd and actually end up clipping the back of the guy's heel right in front of me you flat tired i flat flat tired exactly you can't flat tire elders (laughs) i've done that with a shopping cart once got a really dirty look at a shop right so yeah i clip him and again remember he cut me off he was doing something unacceptable to begin with and he turns around looks me dead in the eye looks straight in my soul, and he just slaps me in the face. No words. Straight wow. slap. <laughs> so wait, so, so what I, was the demeanor of the slap? It, it was like, uh, you know, there's like the, there's like a, a silicone, like little putty that someone slaps you in the face with yes. that kind of, that's the kind of, <laughs> right. The contact we made. Silly putty it was slap. Gentle, but, he, but he meant it. Yeah. It a silly putty slap. And, um, <laughs> I was so shocked by the encounter. And again, you're alone. So like, I know we're laughing, but it's a really serious issue. guys. Yeah. Uh, one of the things yeah. we're trying to put an end to the silly putty slap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this guy. So I look at him and he just walks away. He was over with it. Like that was his, he was done. And I just scream, who does that? <laughs> who does that? Yeah. You're just upset at the world. That I, injustice. Like this couldn't be right. And meanwhile, I look back forward and there's a cop who watched the whole interaction <laughs> And he gives me this nod, like, or like he shakes his head, like, I'll allow it. That's totally clear. I'll allow it. I like that. Yeah. No. What about th- this really grinds my gears when you're trying, clearly just trying to like get a conversation off the ground, gain some momentum, right. And find some common ground. Right. And you say something like, Hey, like, Oh my gosh, I saw your brother the other day, like at the supermarket or something. And instead of being like, Oh my gosh, that's great. And like going with it, they hit you with a like, why is that crazy? Like I see him all the time. We're like, Oh my gosh, what a coincidence. Like I also saw him and it's like, come on. Like I'm clearly just, just invest. Like meet me halfway. <laughs> meet me halfway. Know? I totally like, agree. It takes two to tango, yeah, baby. Exactly. You know that. <laughs> like, like that's not the, that's not why I'm saying it. Like, obviously you also saw them. I know that. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like, do you have a charger? Yeah, I do at home. Like, ah, just shut up. <laughs> shut up. What a silly putty slap you. I did follow that one. What about the charger? It's like you ask somebody to get like, a, do you have an iPhone charger? They're like, yeah, I do at home. Jesus. Oh Christ. my yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, Give me a break. A two percent here. What's, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> do I look like I'm joking? <laughs> yeah, I actually think that just about does it for our third episode max thank you so much for joining us uh again everybody should follow us on instagram yeah if you guys like us tell your friends spread the word tell 100%. your friends all right everyone see you take care